Spencer. I did it. Everybody, hi. Welcome to the Hasbro Corner. Today, we're talking about our favorite company, Hasbro. They make toys, yes. Toys and TV games. shows sometimes. Board the Transformers. Games. What the fuck are those? I have an iPad. What the fuck is a board game? Well, the- let me tell you, little Jimmy. <laughs> it's this fun little iPad, but if it was made out of cardboard, and you put these funny little plastic guys on them, it's not resin art. <laughs> Get off of TikTok. It's not that, Jimmy. But you put it on the little the cardboard iPad, and you win points. Does it really matter? No, but it's a heck of a fun of a time. Am I right, Jackson? Mousetrap. What the fuck are the rules? No (laughs) one knows. No one has ever played Mousetrap correctly. But hey, it is sure is fun to play with that funny little plastic mouse guy. My Little Pony, maybe? Still, new a new show coming out. Same universe as the old show. I oh, know too great. much about this. Yeah, I love anyway. when children's TV shows make you keep track of a continuity. Dude, fuck yeah. Great. Discord? Gonna be in it. Best character? Yes. Anyway, <laughs> Adeline knows too much about the My Little Pony universe, because she's been watching My Little Pony. Hasbro <laughs> still owns My Little Pony? I think so. Anyway, ever? this has I'm been- I'm not sure. Who knows? They do own uh, Transformers. That I do know. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Maybe. Who yeah, knows? Could be. Anyway, this has been the Hasbro <laughs> Quarter. Thank you for giving us $1,000, Hasbro Incorporated Inc. I, my name is um, Samantha Geraldine, and uh, thank you. So, okay, super quick. Just it's do Rarity some... Month, actually. It is. So, it's Rarity fun. Month. We haven't been celebrating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, the My Little Pony Hasbro site says celebrate Rarity Month with My Little Pony, which oh. we have not been so, doing. So, okay, are we not going to talk about the fact the that it one. is? Why did Rarity take Black History Month? <laughs> That's a real fucking question. She's the only it... white pony. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Hmm. Anyway, society. <laughs> that's on society. Black History Month. I don't know her. Do who I do know is it's Rarity Month. Rarity. Uh, super quick. She deserves Maddie. it. Just quick, yes. quick shock top, shop talk. Shock. Talk. Are you on a computer or a phone? A computer. Okay. What microphone is going into Discord currently? AirPod. Okay, can you change it to your computer microphone? Oh, yes. I actually don't know what microphone is going into Discord. <laughs> Let's see. Wait. How do I see? Uh, go. go... So the, like... All right, somebody, one person tell her. Here, I'll just go into the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Keisha... I love this three-dimensional experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keisha, really make sure that... You can hear the person. <laughs> Keisha, can Hello. you hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, make sure she's recording and going into Discord with the computer mic, because the AirPod mic sounds like mm. a garbage. What's up, Gerald? Uh-huh. Ooh. I do. I do. I have to say that we're not spent sponsored by Hasbro, or is that is that a parent? Do they know, I don't know. that? Who cares? Are we, we are sponsored, sponsored by Hasbro. By Hasbro? Hey, Mr. Jim Hasbro, give me $50 and I could talk about My Little Pony for like an hour. So just know that that's on the table. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I don't know if everything is fine. fine. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Wait, I can't hear. You can't. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> straight up Something's can't wrong. hear anything. Something's wrong. I can't Wait. hear. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's hear. fine. <laughs> it sounded like gravel. It was like. <laughs> that was, it was all was not well, and Kedra was leaving. <laughs> Okay. Keisha was done. Wait, I would just like to describe this that experience for me and probably Maddie in that I could hear everything Maddie said in person and then like three seconds later it put in my ears but then you guys are also talking so it felt like I was legitimately going insane and having a stroke. Okay. Okay. So let's do the sync one more time since we had to stop and start with Maddie. Oh my god. It's okay, just make it rapid fire so fast, okay? Yeah. The first word that comes to mind. Lewis. Gerald. Stevenson. Burp. Okay, fine. I guess that's it. (laughs) Just four words. Figure it out, Jackson. Three names and a verb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, listen. I don't know what to say. Adeline never sets me up the way I want her to. Because <laughs> Jackson always, like, obviously has a direction that he wants to go when he starts the thing. So, like, no, I, I just have to follow along. Maybe maybe we should switch it up. Maybe we should go Jackson Keija from now on. Because clearly wow, we have a wow, better Wow. Better Why am I even energy. on the podcast? Why am I even How here? come Adeline can't start? I yeah, know, maybe, sure. Whoa. Whatever, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't give half of a fuck about it. God, Jackson. This is our behind like the music do. moment where we start taking drugs. <laughs> it all falls apart. I need more blankets and less blankets. Uh, that's a joke from a movie. Uh, so how would we like to talk about the shape of water? The shape of water. Did you know that liquid uh, takes the shape of any container that it's in? Yeah, so in this movie, the shape of water is the opposite Love. of the shape of a bathroom. Yeah. The shape of water is the opposite of a shape of a bathroom? Yeah, like the inverse. No, like the inverse? Yeah. It would be the shape of a bathroom. But that's not the opposite. Well, whatever. What's the opposite of the bathroom shape? <laughs> the opposite of the shape of a bathroom? Oh, well, probably uh, in the kitchen, right? <laughs> All right, I guess. Because that's where like, you get dirty wise. and eat, and then you go to the bathroom to get clean and opposite of eat, so... But, okay, look, but the kitchen might be the opposite of the bathroom, but is the shape of the kitchen the opposite of the shape of the bathroom? They've got similar shapes. They have, I mean, like, it depends on your bowl. fucking sinks. house, Jackson. I don't know. Both have sinks. Yeah, that's true. Both Not many sinks. rooms have sinks. So would like the three. opposite be a room that doesn't have a sink in it? So, yeah. like, the, Bath- the bedroom? A bedroom. A bedroom, yeah. A garage. But, 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 but I don't think the it would bed kind of looks like a bathtub. Maybe like the, the, shape of a, the shape of a digital camera. Is that Maybe. the opposite what? of a bathroom, though? Maybe a campfire? Is that the opposite the shape, of a bathroom? The shape of a campfire. <laughs> and instead of a fish man, it's like a magma man. But it's, oh, you can't Ooh. touch him. He's too hot. Ooh. Lava Isn't boy. that just shark? Yeah, Lava Boy, Shark yeah, Boy and Shark Lava Boy. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. I watched that a little while ago. You know what? No, Jackson. Jackson, opposite. Shark Boy and Lava Boy. Shark Boy and Lava <laughs> yeah. Boy. Yeah. Which is, this That's... movie, we're just, Maddie and I were r- rooting hard for that gayman to get a, a boyfriend. <laughs> he doesn't. Part That's the time. so sad. He just gets rejected by that mean... Stupid pie boy. By that pie racist boy. pie man. I yeah, love pie yeah. boy. I love that moment where he's like, "It's not my real voice. I'm from Iowa or whatever." And Richard Jenkins is just like, oh, "I didn't even suspect <laughs> a thing." Yeah, <laughs> like, you're so talented. 
It's so funny to me. <laughs> because cloaking, masking, if masking. you will. Yeah. Didn't suspect so a damn thing. Uh, so today, and by the way, this is No Nerds Allowed. My name is Jackson. My name is Adeline. My name is Keisha. And I'm TV's, TV's Toby Maguire. <laughs> there he is. Everybody we did welcome get, Toby Maguire. We did get famous yeah. asshole Toby Maguire onto the podcast. <laughs> I'm a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's one of those things. Everybody's talking about how Toby Maguire might come back as Spider-Man. The thing about that is that he is one of our nation's most famous assholes. And like, are they going to deal with that? Maybe wait, it'll wait, just wait, be yeah, Andrew. Wait, and, wait, what is Toby Maguire an asshole? I'm the first. I'm the last to know about. I this. didn't know that either. He, yeah. He's not like a domestic abuser or anything. He's just like famously horrible to work with and mean to everybody. Cool. He has uh, Toby. no right to be like that. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> my remember Molly's Mr. game, Spider Man and War Horse. Did you guys see Molly's Ooh. game where Michael Sarah played Toby Maguire? And Michael yes, Sarah Jackson. was fucking yes, everybody Jackson. over, ruining all their shit for no reason. Now it's Toby Maguire who did that shit. Not cool. Okay, so Toby Maguire gets to come back, but they're not gonna let Edward Norton come back and be a jerk. Hmm. Right. We're not gonna me. enable Edward Norton, <laughs> but we're gonna enable Toby Maguire. Uh what else? Oh, you know what? Okay. We're we're saving the WandaVision talk until later, because we don't want to spoil it up top. But we're getting it. all these announcements about all these actors who are coming back. All these people from fucking bad movies that people don't like. And they're like, oh, but this character, maybe there's something there still. We'll put them in something later. It might be good. And maybe they can kind of redeem themselves. Like fucking, uh, what's the sleazy guy's name who plays Abomination? Uh, Sleaze, sleaze man. Elon Sleazebagano from Attack of the Clones. Elon uh, Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. He was in Iron Man 2. They're bringing back Elon Musk from Iron Man 2. A movie <laughs> Elon like. Musk in fucking Iron Man 2? Yeah, he's in one of the scenes. He's like, he just kind of has like a cameo because he's like a billionaire. How come I'm Elon all, Musk. These, all these sleazy billionaires are making it into sequels? Elon Musk. They, they get to pay their Do- way Donald in there. Donald Trump. What do you mean? <laughs> um, Home Alone 2. How dare he? <laughs> Anyway, point is... We love the Screen Actors Guild. I want Tim Good. Blake Nelson back. I need to have Tim Blake Nelson back as the leader. Because at the end of The Incredible Hulk, he's like, Oh no, my experiment's going wrong! And then they just like cut to another scene and we never go back to him. Yeah, man. No, I and think Tim that's Blake the perfect Nelson, ending to him. <laughs> is Tim Blake Nelson is our nation's greatest southern character actor. And I just need him to come back as the leader, as Samuel Stearns, the leader, who has a big head and is green most of the time, I think. That's what I want. Do you think... I Maddie and I always will always go, Kimi, because in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, <laughs> oh my God. He, plays, he plays her stepdad and oh she's right. lost for so long. They <laughs> name their daughter after her, but they name her Kimi instead of Kimmy. <laughs> so good. Uh, do you think, okay, I've been, I've been thinking about this. I want to have, like, somebody 
that we like try to get as a guest on this show that's like very aspirational, right? Like I don't want to say like let's get Brad Pitt on the show. I want to be like what's a what's an, a reasonable attainable goal for us for like a celebrity that we could reach out to maybe someday. I think we could be we I could be Tim Tom Blake Holland's Nelson. only friends. No, I think Tim Blake Nelson is the is the butter zone, right? Like we. But keep I would growing. just want to talk to him about Brother Where Art Thou. He'd probably get real real bored of that. No. Nah. I'm sure he likes that movie. It's a good movie. I like it's it. It's a great movie. And he's amazing holes. in it. He's good in Holes. He's good in Colossal, which oh. most people oh, didn't see. Oh, he is in Holes. Jackson, you fucking love Colossal. Yeah. And he's good in Incredible Hulk, where he's like, oh, my experiment's going wrong. That's good, too. Buster Scruggs. Oh, fucking love Hulk. that guy. ever says, my experiment's going wrong. <laughs> He says that the whole movie. Yeah. That's all he says. <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> he's like, hi, I'm the Hulk. And he's like, oh, my experiments. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Do, you think, do you think two or three years from now I can get Tim Blake Nelson on the podcast? See, I don't, I don't know. Because, I mean, we are... My only, like, frame of reference for, like, successful podcasts is the McElroy brothers. And we are not the same type of podcast, but at all. But, like, that's just, like, my frame of reference for, like, famous, beloved podcast. And, like, the guests that they get on, like, the best guest, like, most famous guest they've had is Jimmy Buffett. Oh, they got Jesse so, like, Eisenberg that one time. That's right. They did get Jesse Eisenberg that one time. So, uh, basically, my question is, who is the Jimmy Buffett of film? And also, but also, okay... I don't think they are, like, reaching out to people. I think only when actors have cool agents, they're like, let's get them on a comedy podcast or something. Or Uh maybe an actor wants to reach out. I don't think they're, like, trying their best to get guests. If I could get Tim Blake Nelson's publicist phone number and be like... Do you have that, Keisha, just on your person in your walk? Look, 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 look. That kind of thing can be gotten. It's semi-public knowledge. People need to reach out to people. You know, I get an IMDb Twitter. People love that. (laughs) I get an IMDb Pro account, and I get his agent's number, and I say, "Hey, how would you like to get Tim Blake Nelson on a podcast?" And they say, "Mm, "That could be really good for him because of his new movie that's coming out, where he plays the leader and his experiments going wrong." Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we can help publicize his bad experiment and chat with him about Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Is he in character as the leader when he's on the podcast? He could be. I don't know. Maybe that's mm-hmm. a fun bit. He just be in character the whole time. <laughs> Here's the thing. Real talk. I have never, like, I don't think I've ever met a celebrity, like, period. Like, any any level, D-list, B-list, A-list. I've never met a celebrity. I don't know how I would, like, actually interact with one. And I think I've said this before, where it's, like, it's not, like, a weird, like, like, I idolize them thing, or, like, I don't know, I just, like, I don't know how to talk to you, because I right. feel like I shouldn't just talk to you like a regular person, and that you're going to no, be offended, because maybe I don't know what you are doing. <laughs> Maddie and I um, ambushed a Broadway celebrity getting <laughs> off the subway uh, in Brooklyn. So. I was so weird. I like <laughs> even like D-list Broadway celebrities. I have no idea how to talk to them. I go into this like weird high voice, and I'm like, "Hi, can I get a picture?" And it's so bad. <laughs> it's so awkward. Yeah, oh I'm immediately gosh, going into my customer service voice, and there's no, there's gonna yes. be no way to get me out of it. 
I talked I to Brian Michael Bendis, creator of Miles Morales, and he signed my stuff, and I was like, oh, I'm 19, and I think maybe I want to write comic books? I was like, what's your... Should you should you be in any particular place if you want to write comic books professionally? And he was like, no, not really. And I was like, hell yeah. And then I decided that wasn't what I wanted to do. Uh, and one time I met Chuck Palahniuk and he asked me if I wanted fighting or choking. And he strangled you. Yeah. And one time I talked. One time the guitarist from Suburban Legends told me he liked my Spider-Man t-shirt. Um, Dude, don't you have a picture with Ben Folds? Right, I talked to Ben Folds. Oh my uh, god! I didn't really talk to Ben Folds. I said, "Hey, can you <laughs> sign my stuff?" And he was like, "Oh, thank you guys for coming out." And we were all like, "Yeah, haha." He was like, "Do you want a picture?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so they took our picture and they talked to somebody else. Not a conversation, just like a and shake my hand. Yeah, it's like shake a hand, take a picture, sign something. Please go we home. Got, I want to get we, on my tour hey, bus Jackson, and sleep. Jackson, we did talk to Spider-Man and Captain America <gasps> at Disneyland. That's true. We oh. did get selfies with Spider-Man. Yeah, and the guy at Disneyland who takes our picture did just the fucking worst job <laughs> yeah. on the planet. Dropped the camera <laughs> while our, our taking s- the one, <laughs> one single picture. And we met Kylo Ren, too. And Goofy? We did meet Kylo Ren. Yeah, we met a lot of celebrities at Disneyland. We, we timed really that did. really well. We met, oh, we met Frankenstein's monster. Ah, uh, Universal oh, Studios. We met, oh, we also... We met, we met, we uh, met Megatron. I forgot that we met Megatron. We did meet Megatron. Okay, real talk, though, I'm going to drop the bit for half a second. Okay. The fucking, like, wait, 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 wait. Megatron was really nice. He was. <laughs> what a sweetheart. But the fucking, like, animatronic that they have for the Transformers guys at Universal is, like, the coolest shit. I don't know how they work, but they're, like, really fucking cool. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah, that's it. Oh, uh, you can do the bit. Bit bit back. Put yeah. the bit back up. <laughs> we met Lightning McQueen. We did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tomator 8. Dan. Can we, yeah, can we bring attention back to that picture that Dan sent us of him being devoured by Tomator? <laughs> be dragged against his will did you ever see that keisha yeah of course i did okay i was trying to remember if you said that to us after our empire strikes back video or after our cars video uh, do you think if we just like printed that out and put it on a poster and mailed it to him if he would enjoy that <laughs> yeah just get a framed photo of him being consumed by tomator oh god shout out cosmonaut dan funny guy good friend funny guy um, friend of the podcast Maddie, I can't pull up the picture right now, but one of our friends who's on the podcast sometimes had a picture of himself with the Disneyland mater that drives around where he had stuck his foot inside of its mouth and was (laughs) laying on the ground as though he were being dragged away (laughs) by the jaws of Tell Mater. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst. I love Disneyland. I love going there. Part of me always wants to, like, go and talk to the characters, but then... I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do when you talk to the characters. It's like, <laughs> right. hi, Cinderella. And she's like, do you want a picture? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I leave. And I'm like, cool. That's what it's like talking As to Ben Folds. As a matter of fact, Yeah, I and that's exactly the same. Cinderella, Ben Folds, same experience. You're like, hey, good job out there. And he's like, yeah. uh, thanks. I'm Ben Folds. And then we took a picture and then I went home. And yeah. I made it my Facebook profile <laughs> picture. And I think it still is. I think, yeah, I think it still is. That was like five years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> Different times. Same Ben Folds. <laughs> so what do you do guys think about the about shape, shape of water? water? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay. Egg. The first thing I want to bring up with shape of water. Egg. Egg. <laughs> egg. 
I think it's so funny because like this is a weird ass movie, obviously, in a lot of different ways. <laughs> Not man. But like you would think like okay, so we're making this movie, and you read the script, you would be like. This is going to be, like, a cool art house thing that people are going to respond to. But, like, regular America is not going to bite on this. Like, normal people (laughs) are going to be like, why did she fuck the fish guy, right? Mm -hmm. But for some reason, the general public just totally accepted this. They're like, yeah. (laughs) They're like, yeah, cool. I like this movie where she fucks the fish guy. And I was just, I didn't expect that to be the case at all i don't know why people were so cool about this yeah man i i don't know i've never casually met someone like who's a casual movie goer and was like oh yeah i totally got this movie i totally get why she and the fish had to have sex on screen i get it <laughs> i mean look i it. saw this movie in theaters <laughs> with five of my co-workers mm-hmm. from jimmy john's uh and they all walked out of there they were like that movie was sick as hell <laughs> And I was like, yeah, it was. We all like Jimmy Jones has a good demographic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Jones only hires, yeah, intellectuals. (laughs) It's like the bottom of the application. They're like, uh, Fishman? And you check yes, then you get hired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, It's not exactly true because one of the coworkers I was seeing it with told me that the Black Panther Party was the black version of the Ku Klux Klan one time, so. Mm. Oh, no bueno, no But she did like... She did like but he was cool water, with though. fish sex. Yeah, <laughs> but she did. She yeah, was down with water. Um, okay, <laughs> that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird that people like this, and I like it too. I'm glad they do. I just wouldn't have expected them to. Yeah, I don't know. I think this movie abs. I think it's the way that this movie is kind of packaged, where they sell it to you. As a fairy tale. Like, from the very beginning, they're like, we're gonna tell you this story like it's a fairy tale. So, like, when we meet, like, the beast, quote-unquote, and they fall in love, you're like, yeah. And it's rated R. You know there's gonna be some fucking. So when they (laughs) fuck, you're like, yeah, I I kind of expected this to happen. Like, I don't know. I think it's packaged in such a way that, like, it doesn't seem... It doesn't doesn't come out of left field. Like, you kind of... You see it coming, you know? I don't know. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, they build up to it. Maddie and I were like, yeah, they have a relationship. They fall in love before they, they make <laughs> love. Yeah. We said that. But it's still, <laughs> we, I mean, we're not in so many words. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of the movie, we were just trying to learn some language. <laughs> that was a and lot then, of the movie. A lot of the movie, we were like, repeat egg water. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. So that's the other weird thing, right? Let's so Hellboy has a fish dude in it who likes to eat eggs and is played by Doug Jones. And then mm-hmm. like fifteen years later, Guillermo del Toro was like, What if I got Doug Jones back to play that character again, but he got to fuck? Yeah, but he was like hot and young. And then he won Best and, Picture and for no that. S- <laughs> yeah. No speaky. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. Like no I wonder if that's I... where that idea came from. Like, if he was thinking about making an Abe Sapien movie that just sort of mutated into something else, or, like, if it was just a different, separate idea about a fish guy played by Doug Jones who could fuck from his <laughs> a separate one from his first time he did that. Well, I think, you know? I think it's just... <laughs> yeah, this- I think if Guillermo del Toro is like, I'm going to have a kind of, like, a freaky monster guy, who am I going to get to play that? Hmm, it's going to be Doug Jones. Like, it's, it's gonna not going to be anybody else. 
Yeah, how do you guys I can feel see about... how this movie is kind of just like a Doug, like like a Abe Sapien inside of um, what's what Pan's Labyrinth is basically just that the pale man. Yeah, the pale man. But well, like the, the, the tone is very much like, ooh, this is an ethereal. This is a fairy tale. How do you guys? Is it feel... real? I don't know. How do you guys feel about Guillermo del Toro? Let's go around the horn. What are your Guillermo del Toro takes? See, like, I, I, love know, I feel like this is a trap where I'm going to say I like him, and then you're like, oh, actually, he's super problematic. So <laughs> No, of course not. Guillermo del Toro is great. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I, really I, I, would, I don't believe I really you wanted for some this, reason. I really wanted this movie to win Best Picture when it happened. I was super pumped when it did. I didn't think it was going to because I didn't think people were going to like The Fish Man. <laughs> have, but have, like, what other movies? I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to say, like, I don't know. I've never, like, fully been on board with Guillermo del Toro because, like, all of his movies I've seen, I've always been, like, that was totally fine. Like, I am pretty neutral on both of the Hellboy movies. I didn't much like Pacific Rim. I thought Pan's Labyrinth was pretty good. And, like... See, I love Hellboy and Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Like, this movie is, like, head and shoulders above all the other Guillermo del Toro movies I've seen. For some reason, I've never fully clicked with him. But this movie feels like he's getting on my wavelength, finally. I mean, with Guillermo del Toro, I've always been kind of wary of him. Because a lot of his stuff, mainly, like, Pan's Labyrinth, are rated R. And this movie's rated R, too. So when I was younger, I was, like... Because people would talk about Pan's Labyrinth. They're like, oh, Pan's Labyrinth is amazing. But I'm like 12. And I'm like, oh, but it's rated R. Like, is it going to get scary? Something bad's going to happen? And then that guy's nose gets broken on camera in full frame for like 10 whole entire seconds. And it's like, oh, maybe I don't want to watch this movie because I'm a child and I'm afraid it's going to get spooky. So, like, I've got like this weird, like, relationship with it where it's like, I know that it's really good, but I'm also like kind of afraid of it. So I I have a weird relationship with Guillermo del Toro. Or what about what about in Pan's Labyrinth when he stabs that guy's hand when the Nazi guy like mutilates that guy's hand? See, I haven't seen that part. <laughs> oh wait, did you? Act, when did you watch Pan's Labyrinth? I watched it over the shoulder of another kid in my th- in my uh, film class who was pirating it off of the internet. Pirating it. <laughs> pirating it. Pirated it. Pirated yeah, it. not a joke, Jim. You wouldn't uh, steal a car. But yes, I would. Like. Oh, well. I can't, I just couldn't help but feel like Pan's Labyrinth needed, like, one or two good monsters, you know? Like, it, it the centaur several. guy. There's the centaur guy. He's, and a, he's Pan. There's Pan. He's there's the, star, the titular he, Pan, and there's the pale man, and that's pretty much it, besides the Nazi guy. And fairy, uh, that's the, the point! Jackson, the real monster was man. Well, right, the, I know the real monster was man, but, like, just me watching a movie, I wanted some more fun monsters that are, like, cool makeup and stuff. You know? I just wanted, Watch like, Hellboy. two or three Watch more Hellboy, good monsters. Watch Hellboy, Jackson. Hellboy, yeah, I guess. They're all monsters in that one. They're all c- CG in Hellboy, though. They're all, Not like, the 2008 characters. CG. What's your excuse? <laughs> Why do you anyway, look like that, I like Jackson? this fish man. I like this fish man. I like yeah. this fish man a lot. I watched uh I watched a video the other day that was talking about like the male gaze versus the female gaze and like how those like actually like show themselves on screen cuz like obviously the male gaze is like what's attractive to men and the female gaze is what's attractive to women in regard to both men and women. 
and it was interesting because they were talking about with the female gaze a lot of like the sexuality and like like what women are attracted to has a lot to do with like the hands and like the like body movement of people because like they always point to like the mr darcy like him like stretching his hands of like being like super attractive to women for some reason and like i don't know i think this movie especially like captures the female gaze so well because like I, on some level the audience has to have some level of attraction to the fish man or right. else I feel like the movie doesn't work. Like, even with Beauty and the Beast, like, you have to find the Beast attractive on some level, or I feel like it doesn't work as well. Like, you don't get the audience in. If she was, like, right. in love with a, 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 a gloomy ball, you'd be like, this is gross. Right, if he was, this. like, a blob like, fish. Yeah, exactly. But because he's, like, he- a, a, an attractive, like, thin, like, spelt, like, fish man. Yeah, like, I he don't has, know, like, like, a 24-pack... Yeah. yeah, but, like, not in, like, abs. the bodybuilder way, but, like, in kind of, like, a thin way, you know? Yeah. Like, I think it just, like, totally captures In a fish the, way. Like, a fish way. Like, the female gaze. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like... The females, like... When you're talking yeah. about, like, male gaze versus female gaze, it's a weird thing because it's, like... I sort of bristle at the idea of, like, quantifying it like that, where yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is what women like. And especially when it's, like, being done by a male director and cinematographer, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you can say that it matches up with something that women do a lot of the time, but being like, this is an example of female gaze, weirds me out. But, like, I get what you're saying at the same time. Like, it's not it's not as much about sort of the, like, objectification that you see a lot in sexuality on film. It's a yeah. lot more sort of tender. The, um, the, but I don't know, this movie just has, like, a really joyful attitude towards sexuality. It like, does, yeah. Like, I love that moment at the beginning where it's just like, oh, she's doing her morning routine. She gets up, puts her eggs in, sets the egg timer, gets in the bathtub, fucking jerks off, and gets up. And she's pretty happy about it. She had a good time jerking off. And then she gets dressed and eats her breakfast, and, and then she goes to work. And it, like, seems cool and fun. And you're like, hell yeah. Like, this, yeah. it's just not the kind of thing you see in this kind of movie. Oh, yeah, especially with the way that... I don't the way that like society talks about masturbation like masturbation is a male thing and it's not a female thing which totally is not true in any capacity at all but like also when we're talking about like ableism it's it's it, it's a cool side of a of a disabled person that like we don't get to see because disabled people are turned into these angelic pure perfect beings who don't have a single thought in their head that's bad because they're little babies and so to just have this uh, disabled woman and like yeah she she's a regular human being she experiences she experiences sexuality just like anybody else like i think that's a nice thing to like set a precedent precedent for it's like yeah she's a sexual being just like every other person on the planet right it's good to set a precedent yeah a president. And this movie <laughs> is Jackson, the president. Mr. He didn't say that. Mr. That president. Was just something funny I thought of. <laughs> yeah, but like this movie is uh, told from the perspective of like a disabled woman, a black woman, and a gay man. And yeah. like that was super intentional. And it makes me so sad though, because in real life in the 50s, like there wasn't like a sad mute woman who couldn't be with her fish lover. <laughs> right. But there definitely were a lot of gay men <laughs> who died <laughs> sad and alone. Right. Yeah. And not not being able to present their true selves and find a partner that loved them. And that upsets me a lot. Yeah. So here's a, here's a weird take I thought about while I was thinking about Richard Jenkins' character in this. 
Because, like, I'm trying to think how best I want to present this. The, because he, like, is a gay character, and part of his whole thing is that, like, you know, all of these characters are in some way, like, marginalized, and it's about them feeling othered and sort of, like, being, you know, sort of bonding together on that as they're sort of working together against, you know, is just working together to find happiness for themselves in spite yeah. of the rest of the world. And that's even true about Michael Stuhlbarg, because he's a fucking Russian. He's a communist. Like, he's yeah. also, like, just as much... In, I don't know. I guess I, sh- yeah. I shouldn't say more, because that has weird connotations. But Well, like. they do, like, even, Michael, Michael Shannon does say, like, well, hey... I don't, we don't feel bad about killing Russians and their human beings with <laughs> right. the ability to talk and think too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is fair enough. But I always think, okay. Killing people. Here's what I was going to say. Amen. When I was in my directing class, uh, when I was getting my bachelor's, I, there was one person in the class who was pitching a story about uh, a man and a woman who have, like, the story is about their friendship. And she was very explicit about the fact that she didn't want it to be a romance. She wanted to tell a story about a man and a woman who have a meaningful platonic relationship. And Mm -hmm. my professor asked her, why aren't, why aren't they in a romantic relationship? Not to say, like, they should be, but just to say, like, why, what is the reason they aren't? It's not that you need to prove necessarily that, it's just I'm trying to think about the best way to express it. Like. Why wouldn't you fall in love with this fish? Exactly. Man? Like, why wouldn't they have they a romantic relationship? they have this amazing relationship, yeah. It doesn't mean that they should be in a romantic relationship. It's not that I'm saying you need to change it so they are. I'm just saying you need to have an answer to that question. Because that's what the mm-hmm. audience is going to be asking, right? Mm. And there's a part of me that feels like that might be the reason that Richard Jenkins' character is gay in this movie. <laughs> you know? I feel like there was an earlier version of this script where people were like, but why would she get with the fish man if Richard Jenkins is so nice and sweet? You know? I and don't I feel know. Like- I don't... No, no. Jackson, I disagree. No. I yeah. I think that it was very intentional. Like, because Richard Jenkinson's growth through this movie is really pivotal and expresses the same thing like the same plot that these are people who are seen for their one flaw or flaw in quotations because being gay Mm -hmm. isn't a flaw um but like what their one characteristic versus their their whole being they're seen for what they're not and not for what they are and i think that the illustration of that in like a b c and d is really important to this whole movie i don't think that they're like Actually, in the end, she's going to choose this 70-year-old man over yeah, the fish also, that she has a relationship with. Yeah, I don't think the nature of their relationship was ever romantic in any connotation, like, especially because the age gap. But he's absolutely very much a father figure to her. Like, she, like, kind of, like, takes care of him, and they, like, kind of depend on each other. Like... It, it, it very much was, like, a mentor-fatherly relationship. I never see any version of this where they were, like, romantically inclined at all. You want to know what's a good bit in this movie? Is when he's making the fake IDs and he's putting, like, 50-something and Sally Hawkins is like, ah! And he's like, okay, fine, whatever, I'll age it up. But then you look at their two cards and Sally Hawkins says 24 on it. 
<laughs> like she was like, I did not oh. see that. It's just funny. She's like, uh, yeah, twenty four for me, and he's like, okay, and I'll make mine fifty five. And she's like, uh, can you really pull off fifty five? It's just funny. <laughs> I don't know. Made me laugh. See, I, I don't miss, know how I old missed it. she is. <laughs> I don't know. She's clearly not twenty five. She's like, That's she's fair. like an older woman. That's fair. Just middle aged. <laughs> she's not middle aged. She's just an older woman. Anyway, well, Sally Hawkins uh, is like fifty. What? She's like 40. Like, oh, really? She does not seem that old to me. But that's how old she I is in put real life. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that she's not. I'm saying oh. that's not what she seemed like. Whatever. Fuck me. <laughs> that's, 40 is middle aged. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's not a, I'm not trying to be sexist. I think that's just what <laughs> is considered middle aged. Yeah, she's 45 right. years old. Yeah, so it was like 40 when they filmed this. And that's why it's funny. I don't know. 2017? What year was this? Yeah, 2017. Yeah, it's 2017. Because she told... It's just funny. She told Richard Jenkins to write 25 on hers, and then she was like, uh, 50? Really? When he wrote his own. Just funny. It's good. No, Jackson, she didn't... No, Jackson, she already had her idea. He was copying her ID. I don't know, whatever. I don't fucking care anymore. He was. <laughs> he wasn't making her a fake ID. She works there. But anyway, but, God. <laughs> anyway, eggs. 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 I love my favorite part. It's not my favorite part, but I like in the movie where they get they get the fishman home. Spoilers. They get the fishman home. And, but I like they when free he. Willy. And me and Jackson were talking about this, where it's kind of like a weird experience where, like, he is intelligent and he is empathetic and he can, like, feel emotions and understand you, but he's also not fully a man. He's, like, lacks a little bit of that, like, higher intelligence. He's just still a little bit animalistic. So, like, I love when he fucking eats the cat. <laughs> And oh. the way that he react, the uh, the guy reacts to it, I think it's hilarious. He's just like, oh, oh no, oh, mm. it's okay, it's all, it's okay, it's fine, it's fine, it's okay, it's fine. Like it's just hilarious. Like I kind of like that there wasn't like a babe weight moment with between them. I don't know. <laughs> right, like yeah. he like does something animalistic and runs away, <laughs> but he's like, well, yeah, he's a fish man. Of course he ate the yeah. cat. Like I like that he's not like he's a monster actually. Right. And that's what I love about this movie is, like, it would be so easy for Guillermo del Toro to just be like, yeah, he's a guy. He can speak in regular sentences, and he's, like, fully just a human guy, and they fall in love. Like, an audience would be like, yeah, totally, no problem, yeah. cool, S sounds good to me. Like, he goes out of his way to make it so, e like, just, just challenging enough for it to feel earned when they do sort of get together, you know? Like... Mm -hmm. Guillermo del Torres is going out of his way to be like, eh, he's mostly a guy. He's like mostly like a person, like like eighty five percent. Enough, enough to, to be able to consent, but yeah, like just enough to give it some tension. You know, I think there's yeah. a lot that's similar about this movie and Call Me by Your Name, which was coming out like around the same time. In the same sense, year. yeah, and just in the sense that it's like about these like two people people quote unquote because one's a fish man like yeah. who have and call me by your name too <laughs> and call me by your name yeah. also uh, but it's just like people well one of them's a cannibal have like a relationship i don't want to get into that because i think the whole thing <laughs> whatever uh who like have a relationship that's just tricky 
it's not necessarily, like, you want to say, like, forbidden, but neither of them are, like, forbidden per se. It's just weird. It's just I weird. I mean, it and is they're kind of to, taboo. Yeah, it's weird, and they're trying to figure man. out for themselves how weird it actually is, you know? And it's about, and, you know, both of those movies turn out in different ways, but I just think there's an interesting tension to it where... <laughs> Both of those movies. No spoilers for Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> but like they're, <laughs> they don't give you easy ways out. You know, they could say like, oh, he's just you know basically a guy. He, he's intelligent and whatever. And so it's like, okay, cool, they get together, no problem. And Call Me By Your Name, there's a reason there's an age gap between them because it's it's tricky, it's weird, and they don't know for sure what's appropriate and what's not. And that's like the tension of the movie, you know, and. Mm-hmm. I just think, I think it's a really interesting thing, and these two movies handle them both in really different ways, in the sense that, like, Call Me By, or, uh, Shape of Water is just like, and they figure it out, and they get together and they live in the ocean, and you're like, okay, yeah, cool, and then Call Me By Your Name is like, yeah, it definitely was weird, and, like, they split up, and it was, like, a moment for sure, but, like, you never really get a lot of closure on that, and it was just, like, this thing that kind of happened, and you never really... It's hard to form a strong opinion about whether or not it was cool. I don't know. And, like... But, like, the end of Shape of Water isn't, like, and they lived happily ever after. Like, she was never intended to go with him. Right. But she ended up the most rejected anyone can be in society by being shot a bunch of times right. by a straight white cis male. By being dead, with, do you mean? With or do you eight mean? fingers. <laughs> no fingies. Fingerless man. Fingy-less man. Oh yeah, Maddie. But she I don't does get live happily. She does live happily ever after, well, though. She gets no, to live in the ocean with her she, boyfriend. She lives happily ever after, probably, probably. <laughs> okay. Like that's the that's the point. That's the point, though. No. Is that like Richard Jenkinson's? Yes, it is. Let me speak. Okay. Let me speak. <laughs> Richard Jenkinson's character. <laughs> I haven't yielded my time yet. <laughs> Richard Jenkinson's character narrates and says, "I." Do, did they end up together forever? I want to believe they did. But you don't know. You don't know. Like, he's the narrator of the whole show. So, you, like, that's what he wants the ending to be. But that doesn't necessarily mean that was the ending. Like, yeah, I, could, I want it to be. Yeah, but like you could she might have just died. The part where she, like, gets skills at the end. You could argue that that didn't actually happen. That's just what he would want to have happened was for them to live forever. Like, oh, he, they, he went into the water and he didn't just jump into the water with his with her corpse because he was heartbroken. No, he fixed it and she could breathe water the whole time. And it's perfect. Yeah. It's like a fairy tale. You I mean, know? I get like, where you're coming from. I just think that that reading of this movie is bullshit. Like, yeah, no, I also, I also but, don't I, like that, well, but it's definitely an interpretation. Yeah. I think that's the point though, is that like in time, maybe that would have been a relationship that could have worked if people were open-minded enough but that's the point is that like they suffered because they weren't average and they weren't accepted and it in a perfect world they would be living happily ever after but this isn't a perfect world right now and so right now we just have to hope that they did i think that's the point of the movie and to me personally it's like you have to choose to believe that the ending is real kind right. of right cuz like choose love jackson <laughs> like through the movie maddie and i were like Hmm, maybe they'll be together and Richard Jenkins can have a, a boyfriend. I want that so badly. That's my headcanon. Right. But I know that probably didn't happen. I mean, look, <laughs> like, my man was shot. Me, like, taking this very my, my whimsical, comrade. very heightened, very storybook 
narrative and, you know, letting it play out in a very straight and very sincere way and then coming away from it being like, but actually that was like a, like a unreliable narrator and what probably happened is everyone died. To me, no, I think that's the, but that's so the point. Not wait because what I because the, feel like this he movie says, is about. He says in during the movie the the gay man. I don't remember his name. He says <laughs> we I just like we just had names for all of them. <laughs> yeah, fingy fingy fish and gay man. But he says yeah. he says that he Octavia can't tell Spencer. if he was if he was born too early or too late. Like, and that can be applied to their relationship too because like it's either a fairy tale where like. They end up happily ever after, or like, you know, they died. You like know what West I mean? Side Story. Yeah. Yeah, like no, <laughs> but like yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I think that's right. Like, I either born too early, too late. I think that's the point of the movie. Yeah. And I also think that Ash Ketchum's actually just in a hospital bed, and Misty's the nurse, and Brock is the no. Doctor. That's not the yeah. same thing. Like, Jackson. Pikachu is his dog. <laughs> That is not yeah, the no. same thing. I agree. I that's, don't think that's speculation. I, I know, I know from, it's not the same thing, uh, and I am just making fun of you, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think you're wrong, per se. I just... Well, Jackson, I don't think I just that, fundamentally like, disagree the... with your reading of the movie. Like, my reading is just way different, and I like my... Wait, what do you think? Like, what do you better. think Guillermo del Toro is trying to say in this movie, then? Like, what's the point I think of it's the a, movie? I think it's a fantasy. I think it's a story about, like, how people band together and work towards happiness for a particular person. Like, that this but movie... But I think it's, like, people who band together because they weren't accepted anywhere else. Yes. And, like, he chose very specific types of people that were ostracized or are still ostracized by our mainstream society. And, like, like if Zelda wasn't black, she probably wouldn't be, like, only talking to Eliza. Like, she would probably find other friends. Like, Richard Jenkinson's character, again, can't remember his name, so sorry, when like he would have had a family somewhere, he wouldn't. He would never would have met her. But they only he only has her, and that's the point of the movie. I'm not <laughs> saying me. I'm not saying that it's not like a commentary on racism or like has any element of darkness in it. Obviously, that's what the movie's about. That's the oppressive force of the conflict that they are rising to meet and eventually rising above in a certain way i'm not saying that it doesn't have something to say about a reality i'm saying i don't like the interpretation that there is some that this is like an unreliable narrator that like what actually happened quote unquote in some real quote unquote version of the story was actually just about the bland depressing horrible real world and this is just somebody making something up that's nicer i like the idea that this universe this story exists in and of itself that it just is a story about people who rose to challenge like the world around them that was oppressing them and eventually you know not without loss but found their way to the other side where they could be happy that's what i think is important i don't necessarily like that the idea that there is like a a real version, quote unquote, of what happened that isn't what we're shown in the movie, you know? I don't think that there's, he's saying, like, that didn't happen at all. I'm saying that, like, as the narrator from his perspective, he didn't actually get to see the ending. Right. Like, that's his own interpretation of the ending. I think I, it's kind of like um, San Junipero. Like, it's kind of an ambiguous ending. 
Um, but like we're leaning towards, yeah, they ended up together happily forever after. The end, okay. you know. Ooh, Whatever, baby, I, do you know what that's worth? Yeah, Cassandra Napero. Yeah, Cassandra Napero. Maddie, they don't watch Black Mirror. No, I remember okay, Black well, Mirror a lot. Somebody got it. Someone. Did we talk about out there Black Mirror maybe once an episode? I feel like we've talked about Black Mirror once an episode for like three should. episodes straight now. <laughs> It's a sign that you should watch Black Mirror. (laughs) Maddie and I love Black Mirror. Keisha and I are just in a fight, and we might break up. We might break up the podcast. No, we're not fighting. I think we're basic. We're ninety five percent agreeing. Yeah, of course. I don't think that this is an unreliable. (laughs) That's what this whole podcast is. We are going to break up the podcast over it. Okay, then fine. I'm staking my claim on this hill. I will die on this. Call me by your name. Yeah, we should have had Maddie on for Call Me By Your Name. Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't can't know. stop talking about Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> I, can sorry, I just, lost, I just lost audio for a whole minute, so sorry. Keep going. I didn't like Call Me, by your, call me by your Name again. the first time I saw it. I need to revisit it. It's not that I like didn't like it. I just didn't like fully vibe with it as much as so many other people did. I remember Maddie, I saw... Maddie, Call Me By Your Name pitch. I remember I saw okay. Call Me By Your Name and Shape of Water on the same day, though. Oh. I saw like Call Me By double... Your Name years after I saw uh, The Shape of Water. Right. It was a Michael Stuhlbarg double feature that mm-hmm. day. All right. Here's the pitch for Call Me By Your Name. Okay. All right. Have you ever been happy and thought, maybe in two hours I want to be really, really sad? Well, I recommend watching Call Me By Your Name to give you gay... Uh, Crushing sadness, which is what the whole world needs sometimes. Right. Disappointment, betrayal, heartbreak, youth, northern Italy, peaches, a beautiful Mediterranean sea, peaches, <laughs> peaches and beaches and volleyball, peaches and peaches beaches and beaches. And beaches. <laughs> oh my god! Like Dr. Seuss book. I really like the idea of someone being like, "Oh, I was looking for a movie to watch. What do you think I should watch?" And you're like, "Oh, call me by your name, you know." You got a romance, peaches, beaches. Don't like mention anything album. about the crippling reality of being gay in the 80s. Yeah. So the, sad. Like, I think that, because they were saying they were, that Luca Guadagnino is going to make a Call Me By Your Name sequel for a while. I don't know if that's still hovering around or not. I don't know what you would do. I don't think like, we need that because the conversation with gay media has definitely switched like we're tired of the gay heartbreak of killing the Mm -hmm. gays and making them sad and forcing them to come out and be making that the whole movie about them coming out in a big dramatic unrealistic way it's like we just want gay happy gay movies that's what we want so if they're like we hear you call me by your name too uh, this well, time it's the '90s they, and being gay is hard. It's like wow. <laughs> and like, call me by your name isn't really any of those things, though. That's why people love call me by your name so much, is because the conflict of it doesn't come from outside. Like, literally, the entire point of the movie is like the family is very supportive and conscientious of the way they interact with them, and the world at large has has no. Like, there's no outside interference with their relationship. 100% yeah. of the conflict from that 
relationship internal lives but it's still not it's still gay people suffering is what the problem is and it's also not not, adeline you you haven't seen the movie the movie but but there's a conversation that goes around all the same this is not a beloved movie this is a name that people have discussed and debated and the implications especially in the lgbt community it's not it's not a wonderful perfect movie it's a people that people have had very strong conversations about (laughs) But I'm just saying, it's you're making these generalizations. <laughs> you're making these generalizations. You haven't seen the movie. You don't know what the but movie is But I know what like. the conversation surrounding it is. Okay. All right. It's we're kind covering of like, it next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's no, like, a big, this is disagree with Jackson and make him grumpy day. <laughs> What's yeah. another movie we can we can disagree? What's another contentious film? <laughs> Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2. Egg. (laughs) Oh no, I can't think of anything else. (laughs) I'm mad about the shape of water. (laughs) But sorry to that cat, you know. Yeah, rip to that cat. He does have like so bad for that other one. But then the next scene, he's like like, learned and he's like petting the cats. It's cute. He's lonely like that gay man now. And the guy's like, hey, maybe uh, don't pet my cats anymore. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> what about that movie theater, though? You think it's still open? In mm. real life? Yeah. Mm. In, the, in, the, in, the, in that universe, but in 2021. Flooded. Moldy. Wow. Mm. Yeah, what's up like with this? Scene, what's the, what's up with this family they... theater and, like, the golden age of film? What's up with that? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know. She's always like, I want to be a movie star and I do the tap dance. Jackson, are you just not going to be in the podcast anymore? <laughs> well, I didn't have anything to say! What do you want from me? Wait, okay, let's <laughs> find something we all agree on. Let's talk about, about motifs. You were talking about what something eggs? else? I didn't let's chime in about- for a second. <laughs> eggs. Let's talk about eggs, okay? The eggs let's are great! Right. I love the eggs! Jared? When I saw this movie for the first time, I could not stop. Anyone who had seen it, every time I saw them, I would say egg. egg. Every time I saw them, I would say egg. It's always egg. I was constantly talking about this egg motif. No one believed me. Okay, tell us about the egg motif then. Well, because eggs represent our sexuality, or at least they coincide with it. Uh-huh. I think they represent the more innocent form of her um, expression of her sexuality. Because she makes eggs at the beginning before she masturbates in the bathtub. Right. And she gives eggs to the fish man when they build their friendly relationship before they have a sexual one. And they also basically meet in a bathtub. Yeah. True. With eggs. Yeah. Egg with, with egg eggs. With egg egg tub. eggs, bathtubs, Everywhere you look, egg tubs. <laughs> it's all together. Love. The shape of, you know, the shape of eggs. water, it's eggs. It's, it's <laughs> there you go. And like. There's water in the egg. Being reborn and like egg, <laughs> fertility, <laughs> fertility, egg, <laughs> protein. You know humans are ninety six percent. Oh yeah, he can only. Did you know humans are ninety six percent egg? <laughs> That's yeah, because the shape of water is egg, Eggs. and egg. humans are ninety six percent water. And Ergo. <laughs> do you think that fishmen are more percent water or less percent water? More. Less. I'm just putting a flag in the I ground. Think... Less. Less percent water. I can't fucking believe you would say closely... that, Jackson. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we disagree. <laughs> this this less percent water. <laughs> the shape of fish, man, egg, water, bathtub, cookie. 
Bathtub. Bathtub. Repeat. Starving. I love, I do Repeat. love, to stop goofing Repeat. for one second, I do love the uh, the representation of, like, who she is as a per- person, like, in her clothing, where we see, mm. it, it's this cute little, just, like, little character thing of hers, like, oh, she loves shoes. She has a lot of shoes. She, like, sets shoes yeah. in the window. She wants shoes. It's like, oh, that's cute. But then we see that she yeah, really wants red these shoes. red shoes. She yearns for a life that isn't her own. And then as the movie goes on and she becomes more independent and she like falls more in love and becomes more of who she really is. And she yeah. starts getting more holy herself. And she's got like the red headband and then the red shoes and the red jacket at the end. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. But why does when they fill the fill the whole bathtub up with water, bathroom, yes. the whole room up with water, and Richard Jenkins just opens that door up, and she and he just stands there for so long, and he's just like, ha, 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 and she's naked, <laughs> oh, and they're both you. naked. I think that seems weird. It's a weird <laughs> I scene. Think it's good. That was like, it's good. It's good, but it just, no one reacts. <laughs> sex like, positive. How I would react. It's re- sex positive. I, it's it's gay. Positive, it's not doing anything for him. But it's, it's, it's gay. It's weird to have <laughs> Maybe he's attracted to the fish man. They're probably Yeah, he gets to look at that's that fish That's my problem ass. is the fish penis. That's my yeah, only the, qualm yeah. with the movie is why do we have to know how his penis works? Well, but what, like, the, what, the, what the, well, know, it's I rated like it. R and th- we talk about his penis so much and they're not going to show it to us. They're going to tell not <laughs> show in a film about a sexy fish man. Are you kidding me? I would argue it's better go just to have the like, representation of hand motion. I think that's a lot more of evo- I just think it's better to have like a representational hand motion. I think that's like so much more evocative than just showing a real penis would be. But I'm it's just saying inequality. Yeah. We see her so we see so much of her naked body. We see her boobles and we don't yeah. get to say his fish penis. I mean, he's naked the he whole time. He is naked the whole time. But we don't see his penis. Listen, I'm just saying if you're going to make a big whole thing about it, I'm just saying it's a movie. You should show us the fish penis. I think yeah. I think this movie is more rated R, not because of the sex, but because you do see Michael Shannon just rip his pussy just fingers right rip off his yeah. fingers yeah. off and throw yeah. them across the living room. You hear, like, the sounds of his knuckles coming apart. Yeah, fucking so sucks. <laughs> and when he's torturing the Russian guy, hate that scene. Yeah, when Michael oh, Storborg yeah. gets shot in the face and he, like, puts his finger through his Comrade. cheek hole and pulls him around. Oh, God. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks his a whole lot. His black fingers. It ain't good. Yeah, okay, it's, it's a weird Okay, what do you think film. is worse? Because I really, really like it, but I feel like I don't want to, like, recommend it to people because it is rated R and there is a lot of sex and mm. disturbing violence where people rip their fingers off. So it's like, it's such a good movie. I don't know if you should watch it. <laughs> yeah. I, feel I like need to be movie... there with you, and I need to pause it and say why things are good and not silly or dumb. Well, no, not even that. <laughs> just, it's just, just I feel like me. I need to prepare you for like what actually happens <laughs> yeah. in the movie. Because I'll go on about how cute of a fairy tale it is and how much I love the fish man. But at some point, a man fish is going to rip his fingers off and throw it at somebody. And I just need you to know that that's going <laughs> to yeah. happen. It's dead, <laughs> dead fingers. Yeah. I love how often but... like fingers get thrown around in this movie. And like, yeah. just the little little noises they make as they bounce around. Uh, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> like, good on your sound design. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> womp, womp. That's the noise I but would choose. I'll... <laughs> like a but um as they bounce <laughs> boing 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 like the mo- mushrooms in a uh, Mario Kart like yeah 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 boing, boing. <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah I at least he has a good attitude about it he's like hey why you, did you have to put 
my fingers in a bag of mustard. They got mustard on them. <laughs> They're like, hey. it was, uh, it's all we could do. It's like, at oh, least you got yeah. your fingers back. We found some fingers? I don't know what you wanted from us. <laughs> Put them in a sandwich. Mm. Oh. Egg. <laughs> so I found some fingers egg, in my egg, sandwich. Egg fingers. <laughs> <laughs> repeat. Repeat. I wish you guys could repeat. see us doing our sign language. We learned so much sign language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think you did, actually. That's what the point of this movie is. That was one of the other things. I feel like I don't this is a totally nitpicky thing, but like the way that she signs does not feel like a fluent sign language speaker User. like when she's like finger spelling she is like mm. so slow if you've ever spoken to a person who's like fluent in sign language they finger spell like lightning, lightning. Yeah. it looks like yeah. it looks so insane what they're doing with their hands and you have to like practice so hard to be able to read what they're spelling in real time i feel like a- they misread the gag where she says fuck you to the guy and she's like she was saying thank you because in real life the sign language for fuck you and thank you are very similar, and that's like kind of a joke, is that there is, like, new speakers will accidentally say fuck you instead of thank you. Right. But instead they just have her spell fuck you and then do the sign language mm. for thank you, so it's, like, yeah. obvious mm. that she was doing something else, and it's like, it's I weird. feel like you just did this scene wrong and then didn't fix it. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky and weird. <laughs> that being said, uh, the way they do the subtitles is really cool. It is. And, yeah. like, it's another layer of like visual storytelling that's awesome yeah so you know give and take for that part (laughs) a plus and it's not like in in a distracting way because you can also like surmise that the people that she's around aren't like super great at sign language so she's gotta go slow for them that's fair well, but the joke of her spelling fuck but, you is that she mm-hmm. knows yeah, yeah, that yeah. he doesn't it's, know sign yeah. language so her right. doing it yeah. she done messed up isn't helping anybody I know, yeah i wish they would have done that in a way where like people who don't know that about sign language just like wouldn't get that joke like i feel like they were like we need to make it so everyone gets it that's really which i think oh, yeah. it would have like been better if i didn't get it well, but like the, the subtitles would have would have told you if she if she did exactly, the sign yeah. for fuck you and the subtitle said fuck you, you'd be like, oh, she's saying fuck you. And then when she said thank you, because they're different. They look different. They're just very yeah. similar. I feel mm-hmm. like the audience would have gotten it. I don't think you needed yeah, to dumb it down for them. Yeah, yeah, you saw her s- just like the Mahjong scene in Crazy Rich Asians. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that scene well enough to comment. Oh, man, okay. I talk about it all the time. I talked about it in my junior uh, research paper. <laughs> Did you hear that John Chu is going to direct a Wicked movie? Whoa. Whoa. Oh, I didn't know it was John Chu. Yeah. Because he's doing, I'm, he's doing In the Heights that's going to come out yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. In the Heights. And his next movie is going to be Wicked. He's going to be Pop You Uller. <laughs> he's going to be Pop You Uller. <laughs> Pop You Uller. <laughs> Popular. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she does that popular lar for the rhyme. It's good. Yeah. It's well written. Stephen Schwartz. Shout Funny. out. You think we could get Stephen Schwartz on the podcast? Maybe. Is he maybe. dead? <laughs> I don't think so. He will be. If he comes on the podcast, he's he comes on the podcast, be. he's gonna he be dead. Be. You call up his pub- publicist. It's like, hey, how do you think that he would like to die? 
Like, have they thought about it? Much? Yeah, just like, does he have any preferences? We have a suggestion. If he hasn't given, like, if it doesn't matter to him, if he doesn't really have an opinion, we have a pitch for him. Or is he going to be like a real diva about it, you know? <laughs> real, Steven Schwartz, the diva of Broadway. A real Galinda uh-huh. type. Everyone knows it. Oh, oh, oh you. Oh, God, you. Uh, <sighs> we have fun. Uh, we have fun that was here. pretty funny. <laughs> Good bit, good bit. <laughs> it's just anyway, cool. Eggs. It's cool and weird that we've got so many, like, big-budget musical adaptations coming around. The Prom. The Prom. That the movie's prom. not that good. And it got nominated for Best it. Comedy or Musical at the Golden Globes. God, fuck. Oh, God. But is that the thing? That's a thing. My opinion oh. with the remaking all these theater, famous theater plays... That's what they're called, theater plays. Uh, for the silver screen, making movies out of them. On some level, I'm like, that's great. It makes the stories much more accessible because it's so much easier mm-hmm. to see a movie than it is to see a play. And cheaper. Yeah, it's so much cheaper. It's so much easier. It's almost like impossible to see a play on Broadway if you just like don't have the money or you're not fucking in New York. It's just impossible. Or there's a pandemic. It's, it's actually impossible to see a Broadway show if you're not in New York. Yeah, exactly. You know that? It's just, it's very, yeah, like the general public can't get to it. Yeah. That's especially for an art form that used to be so popular so i think that's cool it's making these things more accessible but on the other hand it's like the it's not the argument of there's only sequels and remakes nowadays but like at the same point it's like we made our own movie musicals like la la land and like greatest showman Mm -hmm. that did so well why aren't you doing more of those? Why are you just remaking theater things after Cats fucking bombed so fucking hard? <laughs> because, yeah, now, because what we've got coming up, at least the stuff that's, like, p- big and expensive, is Steven Spielberg's West Side Story movie. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, In the Heights. Lin-Manuel Miranda directing Tick, Tick, Boom. The Prom. What? I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Uh, he's doing a Tick, Tick, Boom movie for Netflix. Oh no. And now Wicked. And it's weird. First of all, it's weird that this is happening now and not after Les Mis came out. Because that felt yeah, like a really big deal. Years and the time. years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, it's just Why now? It's tricky. It's weird. It's a weird thing. <laughs> and Why this a mean sperm? girls. I was gonna say that. And Mean <laughs> Girls, the musical. They're making it a movie. God, can are you they fucking doing that? imagine? We are like one step away from fucking. They're doing, doing that. that. I thought we'll be no because they are making a movie. They're doing out that. of the musical version of Color Purple. Also, oh and my god, really? Haven't we? Yeah. Is it, doesn't yeah. that already exist? Was it the color? Wait, the Color Purple is one of those things that was a book and then a theater and then a movie and then a film and then another musical about the movie. Yeah, exactly. So it was a book yeah. that was adapted into a play. That play got adapted into a movie by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Sometime later, they made a musical based on that movie, and now they're going back and making a movie based on that musical that was based on a movie that was based on a play that was based on a book. Fuck that. It's like if they did a, if they did Little Women, the musical, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Which, or High again, School Musical, not... the musical, the show, for instance. Yeah, just as an example, <laughs> off the top of my head, if they did that. Which, but I mean, at least with High School Musical, the musical, the series, it's like meant to be tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's like a meta, yeah. like that you see a cast. <laughs> yeah. They, they a, get a, a pass, but they've just got the worst fucking title of all time. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, I Disney wanted Plus, to watch that. Disney Plus like sends me notifications <laughs> on my phone sometimes. They're just like, hey, you want to watch High School Musical, the musical, the show? 
And I'm like, uh, no, that's not on my phone. I don't. I couldn't watch sure, that right now, do that. Disney. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. was the show when, uh, called where they got the high school casts together as adults to do the plays again? Stage. Encore. 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 Is that good? Because that sounded really interesting, and I haven't given it a watch yet. I watched a couple episodes um, because it's it's uh, it's engaging ish. I don't know. It's kind of interesting to see like what they would do and how people like still love expressing themselves, especially since most of them are like, oh yeah, I don't do theater anymore. Like I'm a mom. I'm a firefighter. I do whatever. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of it is just middle-aged people reconnecting or attempting to reconnect with their high school friends. Yeah. And then, like, 15 minutes of not very good uh, amateur <laughs> theater. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like my kind with, of like, show. With great costumes. Yeah, with just an, an, an incredible budget. Yeah, great production, but, but uh, can't beat talent. Singing. But then uh, the High School Musical, the musical, the series... Uh, came out when Maddie was playing Gabriella. It was in high a little musical. too much. Like it was a little <laughs> too much High School Musical for me. It was I a, just like, remember that Mr. Asian girl <laughs> once said to my theater class that he would never ever do High School Musical unless the theater department was desperate for money. <laughs> so yep. that's yeah, uh-huh. that's a cool yeah, thing. Yeah, and then he put seventy children in it yeah. and thought it was gonna be okay. I hope he hears this, Greg. <laughs> know how horrible that was. He knows. It was so awful. Nice, oh my god. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Greg. <laughs> I hope he hears this. We all, they, we all they had knew. a great high school musical they experience. <laughs> Can we get Greg on the podcast and just interrogate him? <laughs> he, We've talked about should. this before. Yeah. <laughs> you should. I don't feel comfortable speaking to him in full sentences. <laughs> oh god, it's so scary. <laughs> I also, okay, one time I was driving with Suzanne and I hadn't like talked to her for more than like 10 minutes in a really long time. And she drove me to the like alumni party because I, Maddie dropped me off at the school and, and I, I didn't, didn't have a drive. car. Or so, someone else dropped <laughs> me off at the I school. Didn't, I didn't have my car. It was and Connor. she just like matter. interrogated me about my job for the whole drive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she loves Encore, I, by the way. Suzanne loves Encore. Yeah, that makes me really <laughs> nervous because if that show runs like more than like five seasons, there is like a substantial chance that some musical I was in in high school, I'm going to get a letter in the mail that's like, would you like to come back and perform Thoroughly Modern <laughs> Billy again? <laughs> She's talked about trying to do something wrong. And she's like, on the Zoom, she would be like, I'm trying to get it to be on Encore. And I t- when I tell you I would not come back for that, I am not coming back to do something wrong. The only way that I could come back and do a show is if they on, if Greg on camera admitted that I got racially profiled in high school. <laughs> anyway, I hope you're... <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so eggs. Eggs. We were egg. talking about eggs. Egg. <laughs> egg. Do we want to switch into WandaVision now? Hit the WandaVision I haven't switch. Seen it. Maddie has not watched WandaVision, Maddie. but oh. I didn't think you wanted to. I didn't do want to. I almost watched it last night, actually. Oh, no. Oh. I'm so totally sorry. Okay. Then, yeah. I should have told you. Then we can I put didn't it off think you were not cared. It's okay. No, there's so I forgive sure. everyone. You're spoilies. Do you okay. want? Are you only forgive? Only blame I don't know me. What to do. This is my fault. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I still want to watch it. I don't know what to do. Yeah, no, no, no. 
No, it's okay. We can put it off for another time. We haven't been doing it every week. We could just pick another week. Let's where we do. Catch let's up. try and review. Pick words that are almost spoilers, but not. Ready? I'll go first. Red. TV. <laughs> Here's mine. That's not it. WandaVision. <laughs> wow. Do- not like Lost other girls. Dog. <laughs> Randall Park. <laughs> Catherine Hahn. <laughs> Just named people <Yeah>. in it. <laughs> One, the vision. Scarlett well, Johansson. We'll just watch that immediately. Okay, well. <gasps> That's on me. All right. Sorry. Guys, I'll, t- I'll fill this space with another show. What do you want us to talk about? <laughs> Black oh. Mirror. Black. <laughs> so there's this show. You guys can talk about WandaVision. I'll just talk about Black Mirror. Yeah, over just start just deafening your headphones. <laughs> I think there is a particular thing that we want to talk about that is just a fully. I a can no-go. leave for a second. I can go. Um, I don't know. No, it's okay. Dog. Truly, truly, I don't want to do that. Truly, I'd rather just put it off for another. Yeah, time. Yeah, because it would be we weird. Because it's at the end of the podcast, so just be like, bye. And I don't yeah, like, like anyway, bye, Maddie. Like, bye. <laughs> I gotta go feed the dog. Okay, here's he my question. Then here's my question. Maddie and I have been talking about this all week. What do you think is more gross? Guts or pus? Guts. I don't like guts. I'm thinking. It's a it's a big question. It is. It's a very I big question. I don't want to prompt well, you. Because people like but watch say... videos of people popping pimples. Like people love that shit. Right. But yeah. see, I will say I Maddie and I have opposing views. So do you pick pus? I think pus is grosser. And I'll tell you exactly why. Mm-hmm. Guts are supposed to be there. Guts mm-hmm. are totally normal mm-hmm. for a person to like have all up in them all the time. If there's a bunch <laughs> yeah, you of say it a, like that. <laughs> if you don't if you don't have guts, you're actually that is a problem. Yes. Pus, if you got like a whole bunch of pus somewhere, something is incorrect. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jackson, is that when you do have pus occasionally you are supposed to see it like when you pop a pimple or when you have a wound you're supposed to see pus you are never supposed to see your guts um i contra uh what's it called um i don't know what i'm trying to say objection <laughs> oh, uh, a, a cesarean section you are bound to see guts but or that's surgery but mm-hmm. there's something that's horribly, I, horribly wrong if you see your guts. If you pop a pimple and there's pus, that's regular. But imagine, what would you rather see? Somebody in a horror film be sliced open and see a few guts, or would you rather see a bunch of pus come out of something? Okay, well, you see, I see I the guts. Are we talking about or what? I want to take this in the I opposite I think that direction. pus is gross. Not even violent. In normal circumstances, which would you rather see? Colonoscopy footage or big, gnarly but pimple getting not- popped? I'm not asking, do you think that guts in their natural state are more gross? But if I'm saying in a movie, like, you know, when someone's guts are all spilled out, that that's the end game that's for fucking, them. Like There's when God coming reaches back from his that hand guy. down the dragon and pulls its guts out. Yeah, it's except it's, it's King Kong, though. What did it's I King say? King Kong, bro. You said the that's word right. I'm going to have to bleep out now. God, fuck you. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm at King Kong. I'm, at I'm, my making a fucking, I'm making a mark on my audition. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I remember to go back in, do some extra work. Thanks, Adelaide. I'm so sorry. Listen, I get them confused okay. verbally. I know I'm talking about the big gorilla, but my mouth wants to the say big, the G word. The big monkey. He in don't this have a movie, tail. Also, in this, he don't have a tail. <laughs> Neither does the fish man. Yeah, but that, yeah, you're okay. right. The, the fish man is also so not a monkey. What do you mean? You're just proving my point. <laughs> I'm saying he. I'm saying he doesn't have a tail. Yeah, so he's not a monkey, and neither is King Kong. Neither okay. of them have tails. Okay. okay, okay, but fish also have tails, and they aren't monkeys. Whoa. That's what I'm saying. Checkmate. I'm saying he's a fish man, but he doesn't have a tail. Monkey doesn't have a tail. And not a because he's like, he's like, is he a mermaid? No, he's not a mermaid. He's real, and he's not just a monkey sewn to a fish. No. <laughs> Like in the movie. That's what I've been saying this whole time. <laughs> Anyways, <Okay>. pus. <laughs> Any egg. Or or would you rather clean up blood or poop? Because blood. oh yeah, because that's what Zelda in the movies like. I would rather clean up poop. Well, I think I think I'd go blood. But yeah, blood is blood. easier, definitely it's, easier to clean. But blood has the implication that something terrible happened. Yeah, the, it's but the poop implication. is just straight up nasty. Birth. Poop is gross. Maybe that's not. No, what birth I'm, is beautiful. This, no, birth. Okay, birth is horrifying. Well, Adeline, you don't think There's the female poop body is birth. beautiful? There's poop during birth too sometimes. Yeah, no, there's sometimes. always poop. I'm saying there's always poop. What I'm saying is if you are a janitor and you know that every day your job is to go into the bathroom and clean up some poo and pee, you are expecting it and you know it and that's a normal thing. People got to do it every day. But, but not, not every day you're walking into a room full of blood and you mop off the floor in 20 minutes. But she is a janitor. Okay, but I'm saying for me, I'd rather clean up a pile of blood <laughs> than a pile yeah, of Yeah, everybody, poop. Keisha, you're the only one who wants poop right now. Isn't it interesting? <laughs> I don't, that, not like, saying I want it. Eating, like consuming somebody's blood, like definitely would be a lot more dangerous than consuming somebody's poop. But like evolutionarily, mm-hmm. we are so physically repulsed by poop, but have basically no hardwired reaction to blood. Isn't <laughs> yeah, that strange? Yeah. poop it's all weird. the time. It's weird. weird Do you ever think about, like, this is kind of gross. Do you ever think about, like, why why does poop smell like that? Why is it like that? Because, like, <laughs> the bacteria. it's all the stuff that you didn't eat. Is that just what your tummy smells like? Well, no. We That's only the, think the bac- it's bad. The bacteria in your intestines. Well, but we only think it smells bad because evolutionarily it's a defense well, but- mechanism to not get us to eat it. Well, but so if you cut a per- if you cut up somebody's tummy and you cut them open back to guts, would it just smell like shit? Like, is that just what the inside yeah, of the human body smells like? And you'd blood. have poop inside you. That's but the, the, but the, the, there's always poop inside. There's you. always poop. That's not I, true. Just, I don't and and blood for that matter. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> and unless guts. Yeah. Unless you're Us. Alexander the Great, then you got nothing. <laughs> oh, true. I don't true. remember that. And it's they just were friends. He did the, they were best. He friends. was too drunk. I don't know I was what just talking, talking about, about like so wait so he was like, too drunk like, so he didn't have poop or he didn't have guts no no blood he didn't have blood they oh, overbled okay. him because that was a cure for hangovers I don't oh, get why okay. that was a good idea they're like if you're hungover we'll cut you open get all those toxins out of this part of the blood I mean it does but go into your bloodstream him. I understand the thought process yeah but but why would all of the the toxins come out with that bit of blood well, that, listen like, we killed george washington that way we we're like blood bad get that shit out of there and then we did it like five <laughs> yeah. times and then he died see yeah, people exactly. do have a natural rep- repellent towards blood <laughs> that's not why he died he wasn't just scared <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't so scared 
it was blood that he died. <laughs> it spooked him so bad. <laughs> our, our great founding father died. He could cross the Delaware, but he couldn't handle the blood. So, anyway, would you sense. guys like to hear a one-star review of The Shape of Water? I would. Yes. Okay. So, this review comes from Amazon.com. And I'm going to say, it's a little bit long. And you're going to think you have a handle on it for the first little while. But mm-hmm. I just want you to be rest assured that there's an M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end. <laughs> okay. That I think is going to take you by surprise. Okay. So, this person says... Truly the worst movie I've ever seen. The fact that it won Best Picture shows why America is in such a state of moral decline these days. We are being run (laughs) by the greed and immorality of big Hollywood. Quote, anything goes, unquote, because there is no longer a standard of truth and decency in that industry. Gratuitous sex with a fish man. Gratuitous (laughs) masturbation. A supremely evil character that makes you want to vomit. Swearing, trash talking, very goofy movie. As another reviewer a says, movie. truly a B movie. I wish I could unwatch this movie. Here, here comes the twist. The Watching movie. this movie is as bad, or probably worse, if that's even possible, than listening to a State of the Union address by The Donald. Please, God, help me forget the evil of this movie. Okay, so this movie about how black people, gay people, and disabled people are oppressed reminds you of Donald Trump speaking. (laughs) God. I I just, I really like the idea of the pitch that is, um, God said Adam and Eve, not Eve and a fish man. (laughs) What is Hollywood coming to? Adam and Eve, not Sam and Eve. Now all of our kids are going to be attracted to fish people. Yeah, God. Yeah. Is this the fish agenda? Did you guys hear what I said? Did you guys hear what I said? No, what Adam and Eve, say? not Sam and Eve. That was really good. No, that's, <laughs> good. That's, good. That's, that's good. 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 That's Let's cover that movie, The Lovely they Bones. They never found her lovely Peter... bones. Spoiler alert. I don't know what so, the fuck Peter you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, my name's Jackson McBride. <laughs> my name's Adeline Wait, McMurray. I, I, well, just a second. Now, I didn't give any uh, any Twitter handles okay, or anything. Okay, yeah, sure. Go for okay. it. You should go fast, though. Okay, here I go. Hi, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you have any movies that you'd like us to cover, please leave them in the comments below. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at No Nerds Pod. You can follow Jackson at Jepperpack. You can follow Adeline at Hollow Backhorse. I don't have a Twitter, but you can follow my and sister. Here's she's gonna at, say her stuff at Madison underscore Rhodes. Wow, <laughs> hell yeah, she has some funny on tweets. Twitter. Oh, I didn't know you're on. I Twitter. have some tweets. I'll follow you. I'm on Twitter. Twitter. Um, yeah. If you like, <laughs> if you like, uh, Glee. If you like Glee and RuPaul's Drag Race, you'll like my then Twitter. Follow, follow me on Twitter. No, That's that literally good. the whole Twitter. Anyway, this was our Valentine's Day episode. Right. Yeah. Happy Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, oh. Love is in the air. We also have a Discord oh. server now. I should have oh, plugged yeah. this at the beginning oh. when people were milling around. And a TikTok. Yeah, I'm going to stop plugging the TikTok for a minute until I figure out what I want to do with it. <laughs> 
But There's fucking nothing uh, on the TikTok. Fucking no, we don't fucking have a TikTok. Discord that server. was lie. Uh, I don't know if the link is in the description on this video, but it is pinned to the top of our Twitter account. Um, so if you want to check out our Twitter, from there you can get to the Discord server and hang around. We've actually been having some fun on there. Yeah, uh, we've had some cool conversations. In one of our channels, we had some. We talked about t- the Golden Globes. Yeah. Talked about Moms. the Golden Globes. We talked about how Chloe Zhao is doing a new Dracula movie. We talked about we talked how about, uh, whether or not clones have belly buttons. Clones have belly buttons. We talked about whether or not Timothy Chalamet now is what Johnny Depp was thirty years ago, and we decided yes. Uh, it's good stuff over oh, there. Also, if do you think Timothy? Let us know in the comments. Do you think Timothy Chalamet should play Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein first, or Dorian Gray? Dorian Gray. That's Dorian a good Gray. Pitch. Uh, that's that not a Dorian pitch. Gray. That's Maddie's pitch. That's that's a hundred percent on Maddie. I've been talking about that for eighteen hours. Wait, hold on, Jackson. You said Timothy Chalamet couldn't be Victor Frankenstein because he's like he wasn't fucking like pasty and old and like cringy enough. And you're saying he's like he is pasty and pale and sickly enough to be fucking Dorian Gray? You kidding me? Well, no, I was saying I didn't. I was saying I didn't like Doctor Frankenstein looking like he's nineteen. But he's a well, college he can be older. student. Adeline, I've said yeah. this before, and I'll say it again: eighteen twenties, nineteen is like modern day thirty-five. Okay, I'm it's just not saying the same. That I'm just saying period pieces are big right now. And if you said Doctor Frankenstein, Timothy Chalamet, you get some asses Timmy and teen, chairs. I, I don't want asses yeah, and, and you chairs. You get twenty dollars from me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> fuck you, Jackson. That's right up Maddie's alley is Frankenstein and that, Timothy Chalamet. You, that's that's my literal dream. Yeah, it's so pandering. Shove it. I'm I a think genius. David, I would cast David Hyde Pierce as Doctor Frankenstein. No, that's my pick. Incorrect. Bad. Good. Bad. He was the voice also, of the stick bug in Bug's Life. That's how I know he'd be good. It's bad. <laughs> Perfect. He was the log bug in Kong. <laughs> <In Kong's> <laughs> he did the motion capture. He really did. Uh, okay, I so- did forget to say, I just want to say really fast, um, I'm really mad that Doug Jones hasn't won any Oscars because, man, that guy acts so much yeah, and he, he does, does it so well with no he's words. The- it's just stupid. I'm sick yeah, of it. He's on the new Star Trek Doug show, Jones. apparently. Yeah, I know, I know, but he still doesn't get to use his face. I'm just saying, he does so many, so many movies and TV shows where he does such great physical acting, and people don't care about that. And Doug Jones doesn't get any justice. We don't get any. We don't get motion capture justice. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Andy Serkis and Doug Jones should just like Andy Serkis and commit a crime together and get publicity. (laughs) Mm-hmm. No, I just want I just want the academy to see to things the way I see things. Talent when they see We're it. the only people who are right. Yeah. The end. Mm-hmm. Uh so anyway, <laughs> podcast is over. Yes? Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> end of comment, podcast. Like, share. <laughs> end of end of podcast. <laughs> Eggs. Eggs. Party. Egg. Egg. Okay, I'm gonna stop the recording now. <laughs>